And we have just seen John Sendon probably play the, the shot of the day. It might end up being the shot of the tournament if he wins. He almost holed his tee shot. He was only a foot from the flag, which is back right as the players look at the green from the tee, 202 metres out, coming downwind. And uh, that was a sensational outcome for him to put him up with the rest at the top of the leaderboard. I've just watched John Sendon cut into birdie and we've got a new outright leader. He's putted in for birdie on the 18th hole, which leaves him at eight under par, one stroke clear. And John Sendon, uh, he can put the clubs away. There won't be a playoff. Really proud of the way I finished it off today. Uh, you know, it was it was one of those days where I knew I had to shoot a good score because the you know there were so many good players at the top of the leaderboard and uh, you know with, with Jeff and Stewie and all the guys here and, and the, the top ten on the leaderboard just looked fantastic at the start of the day and. You know, I just, I just felt good, you know. I warmed up well and I just had to play my best golf to win the tournament. Well, that was a momentous day back in 2006 when John Sendon came from behind at the Oz Open to secure his first Stonehaven Cup. And the following year, he finished fourth behind Tiger Woods at the US PGA Championship. That got him into the top 50 in the world rankings. He's won on the US PGA Tour twice, now lives in Dallas and plays on the Champions Tour. But back in 2017, he was forced to really change his schedule uh, to help his son Jacob recover from a near-fatal brain tumour. But now Jacob's well again. It's his turn to, uh, to have his own health ordeal, and Jacob can help his dad because John Sendon, with Zane Bojack uh, chatting this week, disclosed that he is playing golf with Parkinson's disease when he sat down with Zane during the Australian PGA. Always nice to be back in Australia and back at home. I've got a home game this week at the uh, PGA Championship at Royal Queensland, and Looking forward to uh, the challenge of, uh, you know, another another great Australian Tour event. Um, you know, the conditions are a bit different this week because Dallas is normally uh, reasonably hot in the summertime, but it can get quite cool in the winter. Where Brisbane stays the same, it's nice and humid and the, and the conditions are really great. Royal Queensland's in fabulous shape, so really excited to play this week at Royal Queensland. You see you're playing on the Champions Tour now in the US. How's the game going? Yeah, I have done that for the last couple of years. I'd like to be playing just a little better. Um, the, form's, the form's decent. Uh, I've been doing some better work the second half of the year this year, so um, it's, it's a great tour. The guys are great. The game's in reasonable good shape, um, but the, the, the tour is uh, a really, really nice place to be. It's a nice reward to, to play in the tournaments hard, you know, leading up, leading from PGA Tours, so it's good. I really like it. John, you, of course, uh, have a very special bond with your son, Jacob, who I got to meet last night, the Greek yeah. Norman medal. Lovely, lovely young man. How hard was it for you to sort of give up your golf career for a little while there and just focus on your son? Yeah, well, it was. It was life-threatening at the time, and uh, Jacob had a um, uh, malignant brain tumour, and uh, he had to go through a course of, uh, of chemotherapy and a course of radiation to fix it. And it was basically nine months of, uh, of treatment through the hospital in Dallas, and, uh, and the oncology team over there were fantastic. They, they were saved his life, and uh, we were so grateful for friends and family and uh, people that surrounded us, the, the, the medical, the, the PGA Tour, the PGA Tour of Australia. We got hundreds of messages from friends and family and the, and the, and the golfers around the world knowing that, uh, you know, they're all on, it, all on, on our side. So, and, uh, you know, luckily for Jacob, luckily for us, we got through it all. And, uh, and it was very, uh, it was a tough time in our lives. Um, I basically had 80 months off golf and, and really just come out of that... Uh, you know, it was hard. It was hard to get back into golf because it was really um, just just a, a reset of 
of uh, trying to get back to the mental space where I was back in like 2015 or, or earlier. So that was a mental mental struggle. And uh, but now that it's been like six years since that's happened, um, and Jacob's in a good place, he gets MRI every 12 months now, and he's pretty well clear. Uh, never out of the woodwork, but but generally clear. So we're looking forward to. Uh, um, for for him now, just to live his life and just go out there and do his thing as a as a uh, as a 19 year old now, and he's finished school, so get a job and uh, and work hard and, and get it done. So, and I'm lucky enough now to play Champions Tour and and also come back home to play in Australia and just uh, and and give back to the Australian Tour, which has been where my my heart is in Australia, and um, and it really has given us everything in, in our lives. He carried the bag for you at uh, yeah. Nudgee in the Queensland PGA, but he's not doing it here at uh, Royal Queensland, I understand. Yeah, yeah he is. He's, I've got my young nephew on the bag because uh, my nephew, Tommy Connolly, he he actually uh, he carried for me in a few events in the US too, so that was really nice. And uh, and given given Tommy a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a, a look at how it works for the caddying system in in uh, around the world, and uh, and the travelling sometimes is the best thing for these kids and uh, learning about themselves and and. Uh, and what what has to take to become a to become a like a, a caddy and a good caddy. So um, hopefully uh, hopefully this week he's on the bag and we have a good have a great week. So you've already got your name on the, the Stonehaven Cup. What would it mean for you to get it on the Joe Kirkwood Cup? Yes, uh, exactly. Look, it's uh, you, you come out to these tournaments and you, the goal is to win these tournaments and uh, prepare properly and uh, and go out there and enjoy ourselves. And why not? Uh, why not come out to Royal Queensland and try and see if we can win one for the, for the for the team and for the family and show that show that some of the old fellas have still got some left. I was just <laughs> going to say that, given that Minwoo Lee and Cameron Smith they bomb it a long way. Even Adam Scott, he, as an old fella, he still bombs it. Uh, how do you keep up with those guys? Well, you, well, you can't. You've got to actually just manage your own game. You've got to almost like sort of have this have this sort of like tunnel vision. You can't watch the young fellas because they're not moving the same. So. But a lot of the young guys have got so much talent. There's so much, uh, so much athleticism in these players now that they really, they really uh, uh, show that Australia has some great depth and quality to play the, play here at home and worldwide. So um, I've just got to go out there and play my game. I've got to hit it, you know, 240, and so those guys hit it 275 through the air. So, and um, so it's really is a, uh, it's fun to watch the young guys and the young talent in Australia. John, I don't want to make you feel uncomfortable. I got told by a couple of pros that you've been suffering some health effects yourself, and I even yeah. noticed that you're shaking. Yeah, How are you yeah. going with that? I understand yeah. it's Parkinson's. It is, yeah. The Parkinson's has been on, been now on for about 18 months, and I am um, been seeing a neurologist and seeing a, phys- a neurophysical therapist. And uh, look, it's not ideal, and it's it's sort of a bit more tricky. And um, I've been sort of uh, on some medication now, but I've been really getting some good help and good support from um, the people. Uh, at home here and um, and support from the family and look what I've got to do now is, is stay in the gym stay fit stay open because the Parkinson's wants to close you down wants to make you feel a little bit more depressed I've got to I've got to stay stay playing stay stay light-hearted about everything and then uh, you know and I think that I think that it doesn't actually demine my strength it just sort of makes me sort of feel a bit weird sometimes but um, I think that's a, the next challenge for me so I just have to have to go out there and just uh, do my best of what I got. The pros that spoke to me about it, they're in huge admiration for you, and they said sometimes you have to put your hands in your pockets just to settle down. Is that how it is? Yeah, exactly. I sort of feel like I've got to actually sort of, you know, trigger the right hand to sort of like stop it from doing it. Because if it relaxes, 
it will start going. Sometimes what happens too is, is adrenaline brings on the, the tremor, right, hand, right arm tremor. So that means that, you know, as, as simple as saying like, I could be on the range hitting some warming up and feeling really good. And uh, as soon as the anticipation of hitting the first shot or a difficult shot, or even your name called to the first tee, is um, all of a sudden your right arm starts shaking. Then I, I can't control that sometimes, but what I do is I sort of stretch it or trigger it or, or, or get some bigger, bigger movements or some bigger cues to sort of like to get through this. So um, look, it's, it's not gonna go away. They got, haven't got much of a cue for it, but um, I'm still able to play and I'm still enjoying golf and, uh, and I just need to go out there and just, uh, you know, just, just play my game. One of Queensland's other high-profile sports people in Alan Borders recently come out with his diagnosis. Have you touched base with him or have you read his story? Because I know it was difficult for him to, to, to deal with. Yeah, I saw um, Alan Border at uh, last week in Sydney at the Australian Golf Club for the Senior Pro-Am, Legends Pro-Am. And I didn't talk to him about it, but uh, he didn't mention it. So we didn't really sort of go that down, down that direction. But um, I know that he's been having a few struggles. And, um, you know, I think next time I see him, I'll... You know, have a quiet chat with him and see how. And I just ask the question, "How are you feeling?" And that's the whole thing. And we we got something to share. You know what I mean? So um, it, it's always tough to see high-profile uh, sports people like Alan Border sort of go through some struggles. And uh, but you know, like he's you know he's uh, he looks fine. You know what I mean? Like, but still, he's probably struggling a little bit mentally. We all do a little bit, but I think it's about staying staying positive, staying fit playing golf, playing on the tour, that's the best thing for me to do. Yeah, as I mentioned, it was lovely to meet Jacob last night. He seems like such a positive person. You've been so positive for him in his outlook. Is he now giving you that energy back? I think so, yeah. Look, Jacob's one individual that has really, you know, given us given us um, light in the tunnel, really, because uh, he has just gone strength to strength once he's sort of like got got sick he never really he was at an age where it didn't really bother him you know what i mean it was he was sick and he was sore and he was going through a lot of pain but mentally he was always thinking that i'm going to be okay you know what i mean and those kids are resilient um they, they the treatment that he got was was pretty tough but he really still wasn't able to uh, get through it all and he was lucky because a lot of other kids in the, in the hospital weren't coming out so that was really a tough one but he always thought that he was going to make it, and, um, and he is right now. So, but he looks fine. He's going to be fine. He's going to. He's enjoying his life. He's enjoying being back in Australia and Queensland. And I think that uh, he's really. It's really something else to, to see him out there thriving because it's. You know, he's our only son, so we have to try and get it right. You know what I mean? So, but he'll, but he'll be fine. Yeah. As you can hear down there, that's that's uh, my second son, uh, part of this interview uh, on a Wednesday prior to the PGA. Um, love seeing the sign at Capera when I used to play out there. Obviously, you win at Copperhead, and we're so proud of you for what you've achieved and what you're going to achieve, John. I really appreciate chatting to you, and best of luck as you continue to play golf and keep yourself well. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And, uh, you know, every year, if I can, to come back and play in Australia and I go back to Capera and uh, and get back to the juniors or get back to the young kids that are developing out there. And um, one of my best friends, Christy McCord, looks after the young team out there. And then Triggsy's out here as well. He's been my, you know, my coach since 1982. He's a busy man. I couldn't get hold of him this morning. (laughs) I know. He's been been my guy since... um, And one of what put him down as one of my best friends as well. So Triggsy's definitely... um, been a big part of the picture and um, and of course my wife Jackie she's been um, she's been sensational she's been a 
someone that who's sort of like been the rock of the family and st sticking us all together. And um, and of course, mum and dad started me in golf, and they've given me the true support from uh, from uh, from the beginning. So there's that, there's those few people that uh, you know basically help us out throughout our career, and that's how many we should have because it's sort of like a you got to control that team around you.